Ladies and gentlemen, raise your beers with me as we are here on a Saturday night to celebrate ourselves some drama. Good evening to you all. I hope you're all feeling absolutely tremendous. I hope your week has been solid. A 10 out of 10 all around everywhere all over the world. I will tell you I've had the most ridiculous World of Warcraft week in my life, genuinely speaking. No bamboozle. From everything I've done in this game, this week has been utterly ridiculous. This week, we claimed the world 50 kill on Mythic Unat. Congratulations to the boys! And on top of that, we managed to hit the level 30 in the Wild Classic beta. And not only that, we spent nine hours. Nine hours. Grinding our way to a whirlwind axe and it didn't even feel like any time had passed at all It felt like we had just started and along the way we had more adventures than I have seen in world of warcraft in many 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 years Probably since the burning crusade We had wars across the fields of arathi We tackled a life route bamboozle being scammed tricked moved backwards and forwards middle dealing backpedaling the whole shabazz Along the way, to then join forces, Horde and Alliance, as we tackled Cyclonian together in a big-ass old raid to claim that Whirlwind Axe, which I then smacked Asmongold with this morning. (laughs) Take it, Zach! Take it like a man! Take it like a man! <laughs> there was definitely a moment when he realized it was me slapping him. <laughs> it's on video. Mmm. But what a glorious time it has been. What a glorious time it has been all the way through it. But because of that nine-hour situation, because of that nine-hour situation, we did not get to do drama on Friday. We overran into drama for what a stream on a Friday should be either no stream on a Friday or about two hours, something like that, just to, just to, to wet the whistle. We ended up there all day and overran into drama, which is why we sit here on a Saturday, on a fine Saturday, with a nice invisible bottle of Peroni, uh, to wash away our sorrows and have some fun. Now, as it is Saturday, and we have our more eclectic audience, hmm, we have our more eclectic audience, I've picked a story, and I'm going to see where you guys go with it. I really am going to see where you guys go with this, because it took me on a journey. <laughs> it's not ERP, but I will be really interested to see how you guys modify and change your attitudes throughout this tale that i am about to uh regale you with okay uh i need a like a nondescript name i don't want to influence you in any way shape or form i really don't what did he call he just called it drama time dot doc so i'm gonna go with that i'm gonna go with that drama time dot doc that's what we're going with it's about as non-preferential as i could possibly get with this bad son of a bitch right here that's exactly what we're going to go with. Yeah, that's that's how we're going to do it. We're going to do that. Uh, okay, so we need a Swee. That will be uh, Ukum. Let's go with Ukum for this. We need a Swee. Uh, we need <laughs> a female <laughs> guild leader uh, who will go with uh, Nalsinki. At least in the UK. That could pass quite well. Nalsinki. And we need a raid leader and officer. And we'll go with Maddie for that one. We'll go with Maddie for that one. Okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> 
Are you ready? <laughs> Are you ready? Are you ready for the unveiling? Here we go. Have fun. Hi, Preacher! I have been a fan since what now seems like forever. But the first ever video I saw of you was a drama time. And it was Vanilla Rogues doing it right. A story of a swee guy kicking other rogues out of his guild in Molten Core to make sure that he would get all of the shiny loots. It's still my favorite to this day and I come back and re-watch it from time to time. Since then, I watched pretty much everything you have made. Thanks for everything. You're a gift to the WoW community. Well, thank you. Thank you. A little, uh, I'll take that. The ego could use a little bit of a stroke. Let's stroke the ego together. There we go. All right, here's my story. I won't bore you with a lengthy background. Not going to do that. I started late vanilla and I was fuckwit bad at the game. Fuckwit bad at the game. Until Wrath of the Lich King. And after that, I decided to play casual BGs. And just level characters until Legion. Alright, so that's like 10 years of casual play. Big. Big moves. And this is where our story begins. Been playing since vanilla. We're now all the way up to Legion. Where we're now going to start taking things a little seriously. So a little bit of backstory. During the time of the story, I would be 23 years of age. I am ultra Swedish. A warlock main since vanilla. And all those characters I leveled were warlocks. I have leveled 14 different warlocks. And I've never played another class. <laughs> I like this guy. All the warlocks are like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, that's my boy. I was an OG female undead warlock from the start, but in Warlords of Draenor, my friends tricked me to switch to Alliance on the Silvermoon server just before they quit the game. Q, Q. It was in Legion that I decided it's been a decade. It's time to stop being super casual. My competitive spirit had risen within me. And I wanted to raid. And I finally had the time to raid. I was in college. I had all the free time in the world. I want to note that I wasn't a bad player. Don't judge me. I knew warlocks in and out. We would hope so. We genuinely would hope so. We really do. As, as a community, we really hope you do understand the warlock. I knew every spell... I knew its interaction with the game. I mapped it out in my head. And by now, every rotation was pure muscle memory. I was just lazy as fuck. And I had no competitive edge. Until now. We're getting real. When Legion launched, I was ready. I knew I needed good locks. Progress before I could join any guild worth a piss. So I joined a dog shit guild and blasted through the Emerald Nightmare Normal and Heroic because it was a joke. Gaining some good logs and progress to my name. Laying the foundation for future progress. The Nighthold is announced. The hype within me rises. I knew this was my moment to prove myself. So I started to look for a heroic guild that also just dipped its toe in Mythic just a little bit so I could gain some Mythic experience before later applying to join a full-on, full-fledged, you count it, Mythic guild. Now, Warlocks, you'll appreciate this. <clears throat> it's almost a rant. There are a few, so this is in italics, right? This is in italics, so it's a little separate. There are a few things to note here. 
that it's not important to the story, but it'll flesh out the context a bit more. Affliction was overpowered in Legion, and it was easy mode, so I thought that was for only for non-true Warlocks. Real Warlocks would, of course, not play Affliction. Affliction was for the flavor of the month re-rollers, the plebs, the plebeians, the troglodytes who wished to join the Purple Army. These are the kind of people that would level a Warlock and then realize, realize how fucking shit it is to play one. Because every real warlock, of course, knows that our power goes up and comes crashing down in waves. And we have been gimped, lost spells, and everything that made us cool has been stripped away to its very core. And also fuck demon hunters and every dickhead that plays them to the end of days. With this in mind, my main spec in Legion was Demonology. I still carried a full set of gear for every spec, plus their relevant legendaries, just in case I would be required to respect. Now, I know you might laugh at this preacher, <laughs> but a base 40% baseline dem Demonology with an overpowered haste trinket from the Nighthold and Bloodlust, it was a sight to behold. The extremely fast playstyle hitting 600 APM in Argus. Yes, you might be wondering, I did install an APM tracker. That's actions per minute for those of you who are not true warlocks in the chat. Uh, and the spec really rewarded you for planning ahead and really thinking about your movement and how to limit it made it something i creamed for even if the rotation started with 16 spells and ended with you spamming three spells because the shard rng generation was off the charts hand of gould and the demonic compound and instant cast shadow bolts need i say more i don't think you do need to say more <clears throat> i could do a thousand apm you ready that's right. <laughs> I've never known anybody like track their APM in World of Warcraft. <laughs> like the game doesn't work that quick, though. Even with There is a haste cap, you know. Anyway, <clears throat> I need a guild name from you guys. I found a guild that fit my requirements. And this is where our story truly begins the twat wombles i joined the guild as warlock numero two and i felt threatened since i knew that if warlocks suddenly got nerfed and warlocks became passe or useless they would still need just one there is always one and i me needed to be the one I needed to be the main warlock to truly secure my raid spot. But this would be an issue for the future. I made some good friends in the guild. One of the officers by the name of Ukum, who was also Swedish. And by the laws of nationality, we became inseparable rock-solid mates instantaneously, as is law. Plus, he was a good paladin healer. There was a half-Dutch... Half British healer that is not important to the story, but he's worthy of a mention as he was gay and had all the sass. All the sass and a zero fucks attitude. He was the sassiest priest healer I've ever met and a complete and total bro. Now, the guild leader was a British girl by the name of Nalsinki. She played a druid with main spec healer and tank off spec. We get along well at the start since we're both were fanatic about the one thing that brings all raiders together, Doctor Who. The third important character in this story is the raid leader and the officer Maddie. This guy was British as well, and we did not get along very well at all. Oh no, no, no. 
when Nighthold was released, we started to raid. I noticed something. Immediately. This guild is half good. And half trash. Our tanks are good. Too good for the guild. They shouldn't be here. In hindsight, I wondered why they were here in the first place. They could join a mythic guild. The DPS was okay. Half the healers, okay. Half of the healers, terrible. I list the problems of this guild in three. One, the guild leader was a dog shit healer. Now, Sinki was easily the worst compared to the other healers. The raid leader, Maddie, didn't know how to raid lead. And I'm pretty sure, number three, that some of the DPS was role-playing as easy-level AI improving grounds. Now, my mind had over Legion become elitist. I'm not going to lie. As the challenge and the competitive competitiveness inside me grew, so did my elitism. I had begun to drop purple and orange logs. Orange was beginning to become the norm. And this pushed me. I began to challenge Maddie, the raid leader. I started to question his ability to do his job. Why were we wasting massive amounts of times on trash, waiting for people? Our tactics were not up to date with what was the latest and better tactics used by the guilds that were showing off their tactics. He wasn't keeping daily up to date. Maddie. I also challenged the fact that Maddie was a raid leader and an officer. It is my belief that unless it is a world first guild or whatever, this should not be the case. In what our author describes as Spurgy heroic guilds, raid leaders should never have an officer position. The raid leader should not have the power to kick people from the raid or the guild. Because then it becomes a dictatorship And at that point, ladies and gentlemen, any discussion with raid leader could lead to a kick. Now, I'm really happy all of you replied with the question mark because I have never heard of this in my entire life. I don't think I've ever been in any guild ever, even when I was a low-tier pleb, where the raid leader wasn't an officer. Like, what? (laughs) And also, guilds are dictatorships. Always. 100% of the time. When they're not, which may be, okay, we'll say 90% of the time. In the 10% of the time they're not, they're shit guilds. Really bad. Really bad. Someone has to make the call. Someone's got to make the fucking call. There's always a dude in charge. There's a dude who tells you to shut the fuck up. I'm telling you, guilds are always a dictatorship. Have you met Alex from Fat Boss? Man's got a mustache. He's crazy with power. The amount of suggestions I've made, Word documents, PDF folders describing his failings, and he just tells me to shut the fuck up. Always a dictatorship. It's true, though. Uh, Guilds are generally dictatorships. (laughs) Feel free to suggest things, though. You just might get told your idea is dog shit. That's all. Okay. Now, I've never heard of this in my entire life. 
I have no idea why this is a thing that this this idea this our author has blows my mind. But maybe, maybe, and I have to bear this in mind, this is a heroic guild situation since heroic flex became a thing. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe it requires further investigation, but I have never heard of the raid leader not being on the officer team. Ever. Not a single time. So anyway, this idea, this ideology that I had was something that even the guild leader agreed on. Now, Maddie did not like this low-key drama that had started when I, when I put this forward. But since Nalsinki liked me and Ukum had my back, there was nothing Maddie could do except listen to me. And this would come and bite me on the fucking ass. Now, the guild had hit a wall. Our guild could not kill Heroic Botanist. I was becoming frustrated. Angry. I was performing my ass off to the level that I would definitely have an orange log when we killed Botanist. And I knew that I needed Curve to even have a glimmer of hope for Mythic Raiding. I needed to think differently. I needed to hatch a plan. A brilliant plan. I started to look through the recruitment forums for mythic guilds that recruited for active mythic progress. And I started sending out my applications. Now, of course, as you could probably guess, for mythic raiding, I was undergeared. But my logs showed good results based on my item level. So I got responses. And eventually, I got a chance to trial for one of the guilds I was talking with. But they had a requirement of me. They wanted me to join their guild. Which meant leaving my current one. Fucking weird, dude. That is weird. Alright, this is going to be tough, boys. (laughs) Fucking mythic guilds, right? Bastards. (laughs) I know, right? I'm taking it back as you guys. Alright, we got this. I messaged Ukum. I have to leave the guild. I just want to leave and get Curve. And I explained my plan to him. He thought it was hilarious. He gave me his blessing and said he would talk to Nalsinki. I joined the new Mythic Guild and waited for my trial run. They said I would need to be tested. That trial run in question was a full clear of Heroic Nighthold. I had never seen past Botanist. The day came. Off I went. Entered the raid. Compared to the other people in the raid, my DPS was a yikes. But I was gear. It was mostly gear. I didn't have my full set, and it was a big deal for locks at the time. The tier 19 set game bonuses to shard generation. It was needed. The moment. The moment Gul'dan died, and that curve achievement flashed. I instantly left the raid group, dropped the guild, since I thought I would definitely fail my trial. <laughs> what's the plan what is the plan like i want to be clear on this because there's a strange line here right there's a strange line which is he messages ukum his swedish friend and tells him of what he describes as a ruse i don't know what the ruse is 
at no point up to this, and I guarantee you, there's no mention of whatever the ruse might be. But there's a ruse at work. So, to, as a team, we're going to try and piece together this ruse. So far, the ruse appears to be fail a trial in the Mythic Guild. That seems to be the ruse. <clears throat> anyway, we'll continue on. I had already typed up a pre-written message to the recruitment officer of the Mythic Guild. So this is maybe before the run even started. He's typed up his leaving message. Okay. I explained some things to him. He just said, okay, and wished me luck on my journey. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so you got a free curve boost, I guess. <laughs> I mean, sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the Mythic Raid Leader response, right? Like, All right. Yes. Now, okay, now, now. <clears throat> the plan was to rejoin my previous guild. Why? Why is that your plan? Why would you go back to being stuck on heroic botanist? Why is that the plan? Explain the ruse to me. What's the plan? Okay. The plan was to rejoin the previous guild. But this time, I would have Curve. Right? <laughs> what does that matter to anyone? <laughs> Who cares? You know how many people have Curve? Loads of people have Curve. Right? I'll get you Curve. It's going to cost you. But I'll get you Curve. No questions asked. Anyway. <sighs> they didn't take me straight away. So I started to look for another guild, right? Now we're going to look for another guild. That was now, was up to what I believed my new standard. What's your new standard? You think you failed your trial. What's your standard? I'm so fucking confused by whatever plan or belief you have in yourself here. Your new standard is somebody who pre-failed a trial. In a mythic guild, in a heroic run. And I've got to tell you, guild, unless you really do something insane, no guild kicks you after the first trial run. Because it could be all sorts of things. You might be nervous. No guild does that. Anyway. I found a, another guild. And this guild to this day is the best guild I've been in. I truly came into my essence here. And the people there were amazing. When I joined, I was, of course, placed directly. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200 into Team 2. Team 2 was doing the heroic clears and normal clears. While Team 1, they were doing mythic progress. Now, I know what you're saying. Team 2 is a joke. But the people were good. I needed gear anyway. So I didn't have issues with it. The people were great and the clears were fast and without issue. But I needed more. I craved Team 1 next to my name in that guild tab. I craved the mythic progress. So I started to spread my wishes amongst the people. Make it known as a common thing that I was blocked from Team 1. I was confused as to why Team 1 wouldn't take me. I was clearly good. Clearly was the way to be. So I started to ask some fucking questions. It didn't take me long to get my reply. 
It turns out the guild leader thought I was a dick. <laughs> Why can't I get team one? Oh, oh, yeah, guild leader thinks you're a bit of a dick. So, there you go. <laughs> I love that that's the reply. Yeah, yeah, it's not a big secret. Everyone knows. Apparently, we had rubbed each other the wrong way. Nothing more, nothing less, apparently. But he had a weakness. He had a weakness, does this guild leader. His internet girlfriend, who was an officer in the guild, she quite liked me and liked chatting with me. Which might be the case why he didn't like me. Because I started flirting with her like crazy. That can't be it. <laughs> right? That doesn't add up. Why would a guy dislike you just because you're constantly flirting with his girlfriend? That doesn't make sense to me. I find this all very sad. <clears throat> very, it's, The whole thing's a mystery. I started to tell her about my real dreams. And my aspirations. To be in team one. And she said, yeah, you should be in team one looking at what you're performing. And she'll have a chat with her fella. Stay there, you can't come on camera like that. What's up? Why are you not in bed? James has got my stickers. James has got your stickers. Yeah. Can you go and deal with it? I'm working. Pause. Daddy has once again resolved a sticky situation. <laughs> Naked children alert, yes. Emma is off seeing Hugh Jackman live. <laughs> it's a very big situation. <laughs> yeah, god damn it, James. He stole the stickers. It's a whole thing that needs to be dealt with, man. I don't have the stickers. I've managed to resolve the situation. Mm -hmm. It's so good. Anyway, all right, we're getting back. <sighs> Hugh Jackman live. I'm going to get laid tonight. I'm not. I'm going to get... I'm going to have a few beers. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm the greatest showman. <laughs> you got... Uh, Emma, uh, Emma's friend had a spare ticket. <clears throat> it's all good. Okay. One day, the guild leader pulls me into a room on comms and explains maybe we just had a bad day. Let's bury the hatchet. And said that, okay, I can have a shot in Team 1. I can get into Team 1. Since he had checked and my performance and my reliability was good. I agreed. And we would definitely become indifferent to each other. Ha, <laughs> what fun. We're indifferent to each other. Yes! Great success. I was there, people. Mythic progression. I was so happy. This period was the best of times for me. I became so much better at the game. 
And there was another warlock that was better than me. And my hatred for him made me better. I detested him and his high damage. And after some time and more gear slapped upon my body, my demonology was on par with his affliction. And I finally had the power to go and tell him to fuck himself whenever he would shit on demonology. Yes. Let it fuel you. It's getting closer. He doesn't say where this guy ever actually shit on demonology. This this warlock might just be a really nice guy. He's like, oh, you play demo? That's cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Say something about demo. Say something about demo. And I'll be all over it. I'll be all over it. What the fuck is wrong with you, bro? Enjoy yourself. I don't mind. <laughs> the fuck your dps is fine what are you about? <laughs> chill dude it's fucking relax we're playing wow you know that right yeah all right cool it was getting closer what is coming closer you might ask tomb of sargeras oh yes my new mythic progress guild had hit a wall mythic elisand i've been there pal i've been there it looks like this guild wasn't going to get its mythic Gul'dan achievement. But I was happy. One day I got a message from Ukum. How's it going? Everything okay? We started to have a bit of a chat. Apparently, some friends of mine from the days of Wallers of Draenor had joined the old guild and recognized my picture on Discord since I was still in their Discord. He asked me, do I want to come back now while we've got all these new faces? And I can help on heroic Gul'dan? And I said yes. So in three paragraphs, you've gone from this was the happiest time I ever had in World of Warcraft... To leaving the guild to go and do heroic Gul'dan. <laughs> this decision is one that I regret to this day. Good. <laughs> Good. Alright. Good. I told my guild I am leaving to go and progress heroic Gul'dan. Alright. We left on good terms, and back I went to the twat wombles. Yes, returning home. I got a big welcome from everyone. They were all happy to see me. Except, of course, Maddie, who hated me because of all the shit talking I'd done about his raid leadership, and of course, me leaving to go and get curve. They had a raid the very day I joined and wanted me in. That raid night could be a drama story of its own, but with my overgeared demonology deeps and the solid tanks, we brute-forced Gul'dan down, and the guild was happy. I don't want to shit on you too much, but two good tanks and a warlock aren't brute-forcing shit in current content. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. You ain't brute forcing shit. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> There's no way. There's no fucking way. <laughs> really not. <laughs> Alright, that's not elitist. I'm just saying like that's not happening. That's not happening. But okay. Okay. 
Gul'dan was down. The guild was happy. I wasn't happy. Maddie still sucked. Everything they did was inefficient. We're wasting time on bullshit and things that shouldn't matter during raid hours. So I thought the best solution, the way I can fix this, is the next raid night, I will make a Word document with all the issues I think the raid has. Making complaints and how to fix them. Awesome, man. That's really good. I bet they love that. <laughs> I can't imagine any guild being even remotely pissed at that happening. <laughs> I sent this to Ukum, who sent it to Nalsinki, who then brought it up. <laughs> so it's going through the bureaucratic chains. And then brought it up with Maddie. It was bad. It was really bad. The moment I went offline and Helsinki went offline, Maddie kicked me from the guild. <laughs> he made a word document. <laughs> what? <laughs> we ha- we are we're riding the high of killing Gul'dan for the first time and he makes a word document of complaints. That's what he does. Okay. I see. Awesome. I was shocked at first. <laughs> I was really shocked. I was too. I'm I'm genuinely surprised. But in this, ladies and gentlemen, I saw a golden opportunity. In my mind, Maddie had proven my point for me. Raid leaders shouldn't be allowed to be officers. The abuse of power is too great. That's what this was. It was. It was an abuse of power. It was. I mean, all you did was make a Word document full of complaints the day after they got a guild first end boss. It is an abuse of power. I agree. I agree. <clears throat> I instantly messaged messaged Ukum to look into the whole thing for me and back channel into the officer chats. Ukum's on the case. He's Swedish. He's good. Since the law of nationality applied. During this time, I got a ton of whispers from people asking what was going on. And in every single one of them, I discredited Maddie like a madman. Made him look like the biggest piece of shit that has ever stained World of Warcraft. But I still left enough deniability for me to maneuver should it be brought up to me face to face. In italics here, it's worthy to mention here that I'm an EVE Online player where politics, back-channeling, and backstabbing is common play. So I was familiar, to say the least, with this situation I found myself in. Good, good, good. Good. <clears throat> Sounds fun. <laughs> when Nelsinki came online, Maddie wasn't there yet. So the playing field was open. She wondered what was going on and why I wasn't in the guild. Ukum stepped up and spun the story for me in officer chat, portraying Maddie as a power-hungry raid leader that kicked me out of rage and spite, which is kind of true. She invited me to join a private Discord conversation, where we talked for hours. I remember it was so long because I had to stop the convo since I had to go to class the next morning, but for hours and hours, with the help of soft words, 
and the backing of officers, I made Nelsinki believe that I was only acting for the good of the progress and the joy we would find in Tomb of Sargeras coming up, and the guild needed to step out of the mud and into the light. And if that was to happen, we need some change in this guild. It worked like a charm. And within a few hours, she came up with the suggestion that when Tomb of Sargeras hit, and Maddie was planning on cutting back on World of Warcraft thanks to college, I should be the one to take up the mantle. I hadn't planned for this. My plan was to project influence and change through other people with the help of Ukum and my ever-growing popularity amongst the people who were fed up with the crappers holding the guild back. I bet everyone's so happy you came back. Like, over the moon, actually. What a hero. By taking on responsibility, I could be held accountable, which I didn't want. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. It's like sociopathic as fuck. <laughs> but... We're pushing through. But if I was about to suggest... But if what I was about to suggest... I knew I needed to play ball. I accepted. But I wanted some demands. And my demand, mainly, was that Maddie was to be offered an ultimatum. The ultimation, ultimatum is as follows, ladies and gents. One, Maddie needed to choose between having an officer position... Or a raid leader position. Two. Stricter rules on the raid. No slacking mate. Yeah. All action. All the time. No breaks. Need the toilet. Piss on the floor. Three. If you are late. Without a rock solid fucking reason. Or you delay the progress of the raid. You are out. And a bunch of minor things I can't remember now. Now, Sinky agreed to this. And said she would ask Maddie. But she had a demand for me. She demanded that I would help Maddie and teach him how to raid lead. For the future, of course. Now, this is in italics again. This is a message from our author to us on a personal level. You might think, hold up, you don't have raid leader experience. Wrong! And that's in caps, by the way. I'm going to prove it for you with a big old copy-paste to the live audience here. You might think I have, I don't have raid leader experience. Wrong! Right? Raid leading in WoW is fucking easy, mate. Easy compared to EVE Online or being a Zerg commander in Guild Wars 2. All things I have been and are, right? Plus, all you need in non-hardcore guilds is a firm voice, a solid handshake, and wowhead or icy veins. Easy clap. Right? That's it. Easy clap. That is all you need. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post this to Alex immediately so he knows. Maybe he should go and play those games so he can get shit together. I needed to hold in the laugh for her demand on me. I said yes and went to class yes 
One minute. Do you know? Do you understand why I don't do shows on a Saturday now? James has broke his sunglasses. <laughs> James has broke his emergency sunglasses. How's he supposed to sleep without them? Stupid, you lot. Stupid, you lot. <laughs> Why is he wearing sunglasses? Don't ask me dumb questions, right? Why did my son get out of bed, put on his entire Ghostbusters outfit, including his backpack and uh, the blaster? For proton bl proton blaster and get back in bed and go to sleep. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why they did that, but he did. <laughs> but he did. Anyway, <clears throat> let's finish the story up. My plan had worked. I was back in the guild. I was back in the guild, and now with full control over the raid and the raid leader. The book. Stopped with the raid leader. But so did all the issues I saw. How I could basically do no wrong since I could place every single issue this guild had on Maddie. This started what I refer to as the golden period for the guild. Maddie took everything like a man, accepted his new shit position and his own reality and his own shortcomings. And he basically became my bitch. Think of it like Ramsay and Reek from Game of Thrones. Did you aim for that? Like, was that like, oh, I like this setup. Is that what you got from that? Like, you watched that and you were like, yeah. <laughs> I like where this is going. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Heroic clears became smooth and fast. And we even got some good progress on Mythic. I had achieved my goals since I could easily call myself top 10 warlock on the server. And that was good enough for me. Even though I wanted to at least be the best heroic warlock on the server. How would you even gauge that? How would you gauge that? How do you gauge that? I don't know. Heroic logs? So you go through all the guilds that don't do mythic and compare those logs? <laughs> I don't know. How does that work? <laughs> End game. I'm going to flash this up for one second. You need to appreciate how capitalized this is. <laughs> End game. During the upcoming week a month to Tomb of Sargeras, me and Maddie had been planning the new heroic mythic raid team and looking at all the players in the guild with a keen eye. Who could stay? What do we need? And so on. We had a new tank, a guy from Norway, that by the laws of nationality, I became a rock-solid rock mate with. With him, the circle was complete. I had Ukum in the officer's sphere, the main tank and me. Between us, we could sway the guild any way we wanted. The Scandinavians had been victorious once again. <laughs> Things were going great. Until the raid came. The raid that I didn't know would change everything and crumble my circle of power. 
like the Swedish Empire after Poltava. I don't know what that means, sorry. It's not British, it's not worth. <clears throat> Joking, fucking hell. My Prime Minister cried yesterday or two days ago. You know, it's pretty grim over here right now. Just face it. <laughs> there was a ring, you see. A ring. I was missing this ring. It was a ring from Gul'dan. The ring of the Scourge clan. Perfection for demonology. And that ring had eluded me. The guild knew I craved it. It was a common joke every week that the ring would never, ever drop for us on Heroic. Now there was one branch of raiding that I hadn't put my fingers on yet or corrupted. And that was the Loot Council. The Loot Council consisted of Maddie, a random officer, and Nelsinki. I hadn't thought much about the Loot Council. It had never been an issue. And I'm not gear-hungry in general, since I truly believe that the pieces should go to the person that can make the best use of them, upgrade and DPS-wise, right? The raid came. And in this raid, a new player, a new face has emerged. Unholy DK. Boyfriend of Nelsinki. He was dog shit. Really bad. But the run went smooth. When we came to Gul'dan and he died, of course, the ring dropped. The guild as a whole congratulated me and joked that the ring was just an illusion that it wasn't really where, wasn't really there. I swiftly spammed the best in slot button on the loot council add-on and I waited for my ring. And the ring never came. The ring went to the DK. The DK had pressed BIS too. Even though the ring fucking wasn't his bis by any fucking means. But it was an item level upgrade. I ran to the rage! I never thought I had this rage in me! I fucking lost it! The loot council tried to explain that they didn't know what each class's bis was for every single spec in the game. But I counted with it, it was their fucking job to know! If I know, then they should know! Because that's why they're on the loot council. And if they can't do their job properly, and they're not going to take their job seriously, then they need to kill themselves and fuck off. Big ring this, apparently. <laughs> you should kill yourself. You don't, what? Wait, you don't know? Demonology, demonology bis stats? Kill yourself, honestly. At this point. It's like, what are you even fucking doing? I was so angry. The tanks were backing me, and they were angry. Ukum and Maddie, mostly because he was overruled, was even angry too. We ripped into them hard, and this poor unholy DK was the target of massive amounts of abuse. He even tried to defend Nelsinki when I told her to kill herself. No. You told someone to kill himself over a ring in World of Warcraft, and the boyfriend tried to defend his girlfriend? That's fucking weird. Shit. That is strange. But he was quickly shut down. After we told him that he should leave the guild or also kill himself. Wow. <laughs> what's happening here? It's a ring, right? 
is it fucking rigged? What are we doing? What are we doing? And in the end, I never even got the ring. Thinking of it, I might have taken the rant too far. Um, okay, side tip. If at any point you're telling people to kill themselves, probably went too far. Like as a general go-to rule, if that's where you're at, where you're telling people to commit suicide, probably went too far. Like there's a really good chance. <clears throat> there's a really good chance. I, I mean, I pr- I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Okay. <clears throat> but he has defense. I think he, oh, let me read the whole thing for you. Thinking of it, I might have taken the rant too far. But to this day, I hate uninformed players. I fucking hate them. It is your fucking obligation. You are obligated to know your best in slot gear. And the loot council should know or have info on standby and resources to look up. I fucking hate incompetence. That's caps locked, by the way. Big. I'm not like accentuating that for dramatic effects in the telling of the story. That's that's how it's written. <laughs> Roy Gill, by the way. <laughs> oh my god. Two weeks later. It's two weeks later. And the new raid team that me and Maddie had put together for Tuma Sargeras. Is being posted on the Discord. The post came. I read through it. I wasn't on the raid team list. Uh. I quickly wrote to Maddie. No response. I wrote to Nalsinki. No response. I wrote to Ukum, who had already written what the fuck to me. And he would find out more. I started to get messages from players that were on the team asking why I hadn't been on the list since they were my friends and that happened to be and that just happened to be the competence in the guild. I went into crisis mode. My Eve brain kicked in and I knew it was backstabbing time. You have been hard done by from what I can tell. You definitely deserve revenge. 100%. Ukum came back to me with a simple response. They're freezing you out, mate. They're not going to kick you, but they want you gone. Apparently, you don't fit their mentality of raiding. I can see that. I can. I can in a way. I can sympathize. It was when, you, it was when you, you've completely lost it over a ring and started telling people to kill themselves. I think that was what took it over the edge. Probably. That's probably not what they think of a, as a good raiding environment. It's probably what it is. My blood was boiling! It was my raid team, my hard work that had pulled these lazy fucking humans through the night hold. I was out for revenge. I swiftly contacted everyone in the raid team I knew I could count on and said and told them that I am leaving the guild since now Sinki and Maddie want to seize all power for themselves and bring the guild back to its days of pre-Guldan. Nobody wanted this. And they started to drop the raid team, demanding that I be brought back in. Maddie and Helsinki just held their ground. 
deflecting and declaring that anyone who wanted to leave, you can. No problem. Maddie finally responded to me. And I asked him, why? Why is this happening, Maddie? He said it all came down to that raid night where I raged about Nelsinki's boyfriend getting a ring. <clears throat> I then realized that Maddie is a massive cook. He had also raged about it at the time. But he had bent the knee to Nelsinki and gone with her demands of removing me from the raid team in revenge. Since telling her to kill herself and her boyfriend had left her upset. (laughs) (laughs) Out of the 14 people that were to enter the tomb of Sargeras Heroic, 10 people left. In my mind, if I can't have it, they can't have it. Ukum stayed in the guild, but I left the raid team. You didn't leave. You were kicked from the raid team. (laughs) Oh, he left the raid team. Okay. Ukum stayed in the guild, but left the raid team. When the guild's raid aspirations shattered, I told them to fuck off and start looking for a new guild. We had a plan. The plan was that we 10 will start our own guild. But that would fucking suck. And TOS was too close. And I had personal ambitions to achieve. And being a guild leader is for suckers. Because <laughs> they have to deal with people like you. Right? You get that. I think you do. I think you do get it. I think mean, you totally get it. Like, I don't want to be a guild leader. I wouldn't want to deal with me. Right? That's why. It didn't take me long to find a new guild. I found an all swee guild. We had a really nice stay in there for the entire duration of Tomb of Sargeras. I then joined a better one and raided Mythic Argus and made one of the officers cry and leave the guild when I questioned why I should listen to her in the raid since she wasn't the raid leader and anyone with a few gold could be a guild leader if they really wanted. But as they say, that's a story for another time. Legion is my favorite expansion to this day, and I'm still in contact with Ukum, who feed me juicy updates about the guild through Legion. I now wait for Classic, so I can level my 15th Warlock, since I have fallen out of favor with BFA, plus the two raiding guilds I was in fell apart, and that might be because of me. Thank you for reading my little story. Well, there you go. <clears throat> Stay the fuck away from me. Jesus fucking Christ, stay the fuck away from me. Yeah, dude is uh, something else, man. Dude is something else. Stay the fuck away from me, Jesus Christ. And this is why, ladies and gentlemen, if you are running a guild and you suspect that someone might be a piece of shit, just kick them and don't worry about it. Just kick them. Don't worry about it. Just move on with your life. Have fun. Be good. It's all fine. It's all fine. Don't worry about it. Ladies and gentlemen, that just brings the end of drama time for this week. I'm so glad many of you could join me on a Saturday and join in and have good times and good fun. I am off for a dinner date with our Patreon buddies. We're having Patreon game night. Which should be good, hopefully. 
and have another couple of beers. Sorry for the children interruption. It is the nature of the beast when I do the show at this time of night. Now you know why I don't do evening streams, right? Because it's kind of a regular thing, unfortunately. Thank you to everybody. I hope you're good. Uh, let's throw a raid. Let's see who's on. Oh, everyone say hi to Scribe for me. He's the raid leader, the mastermind behind Methods Raid. Just say hi to him for me, even if you're not going to stick around. Just say, love you, Scribe. He's such a nice guy. He's such a nice guy. So even if you're logging off or going to watch your classic or whatever, there you go. Oh, Sarah's streaming? Oh, bummer. <clears throat> Sorry, Sarah. I would have got Sarah. She wasn't in my top list, that's all. Oh, there she is. She's on the followers on the left. I got it. But be good! I love you all. You are the best. Bye. Where's my button? There we go.